Welcome back to Talking Leads, episode 82, and we are back from our visit with the dentist. Actually, I never went. <laughs> I didn't go. I'm going to do it, Sherman, if you're listening. How many people are surprised that Zeke didn't go? I'm, Raise I, your hand. I'm going to go. I see no hands. I got I to gotta get it done, man. My teeth are hurting, especially before Colorado. Tell you, man, just let me have a whack at it. I'll, I'll take care of it. Let's not talk about little pricks in my mouth and you want to have a whack at it. <laughs> no. I'll tie, I'll tie that song gun up to the door with a piano string. We'll get rid of it. Yeesh. No, thank you. Talking about Colorado. Don't forget, people, go to Iron when Hammer Armory. were we Armory. talking about Colorado? Just a minute. I said it. I said i got to get the tooth done before oh, Colorado. Oh, before Colorado? Okay. Uh, go to ironhammerarmory.com and you can see the Circle the Wagons event. Sign up for it there. Awesome event. You're going to be able to get a lot of training. It's going to be really awesome, man. It's going to be fun, man. We're going to have a blast. So, yeah, just make sure you go to ironhammerarmory.com. Check that out. Sign up. Come out there and see us. Or don't just ignore us and and look at all the other cool stuff that's going to be out there. Colorado Springs, Colorado, end of the month. Labor Day weekend. Also, don't forget the 1776 United contest we got going. Uh, We got a couple more. Still, I mean, we're still under 20. We're still what under an 20. awesome contest, yeah. and only 20 entrants. Can you cool. believe that? So you can use the code FREEDOM to get some free shipping on that shirt. So just make sure you post a picture of yourself in that shirt any cool way. I'm you not, don't have to be in the shirt. Yeah, The shirt just needs to be in the picture. We've had somebody put it on a pot belly pig, and that counts. <laughs> that counts. The, the, the shirt's in the picture. Yep. If you want to be in the picture, you can. You don't have to be. It's not mandatory. Yep. But uh, the cooler, the weirder, the wilder, I don't know, sexier, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We've had a few sexy know. ones. I mean, who knows? It might, it might get you the, the grand prize, yep. which is a Two Vets Arms Bravo rifle. Valued at about $1,300 somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, you can go to their website, check it out. Two Vets Arms Bravo. Which we're looking at, they may be coming into town to help judge it. Well, they should. I think he, they should. Dean and Amber both. I think so. 1776 should come in, too. Yeah, we'll talk to him about it. Uh, what'd you do with cool with guns this week? You did something cool with guns. Not necessarily with guns, but uh, you started watching The Killing. I did. It was a good show, man. Did I not tell you? If it you sucks like, you in. If you like crime dramas and you like dark stuff, it is, is extremely dark. I will give a disclaimer. If you have kids... There's an aspect of the show that's going to kind of really get to you, uh, but, but it's still well done. It is just a show. Yeah, it's just a so show. So just it's keep well that in mind. The the crime drama part of it, I love because I can't figure it out. What do you think about Detective Holder? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he a thug? He's like, he's all gangsta. <laughs> but he, I think he's really like Swedish or something. Oh, really? In real, yeah. In so real that's life. his version of his American accent? Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. You know, you were looking up and seeing what else they were in. He was in something that was. I hadn't looked him up yet. Fairly familiar. Fairly part, but um, Enos. What's her name? Morelli or something. Morelli Enos or something yeah. like that. She was in. Did you ask Chad if he's re- she's related to him. I did. did he said no. Well, I wish. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's incest. <laughs> <laughs> you all, you did something with guns, kind of, sort of like that. You were building a little following on your trip to uh, Indiana. What you talking about, Willis? Talking to all kinds of people, and they were like into firearms, and you know, you it, had like I've a, noticed that more and you're more building a gang. Yeah, I mean, I made a couple of stops here and there, and you know, the conversation, you know, especially if it's involving me, will somehow get revolved around firearms. I'll yeah. find a way to work it in, 
And uh, I think we probably picked up another, you know, 20, 30 Sweet. subscribers. And even today, on the way here mm-hmm. and to Arrington, I stopped at the gas station. This uh, kid was over there pumping gas. I was getting in my car, and he's waving at me. I was like, hey. Uh-huh. And he was pointing at the side of the, the truck. So I got out and went yeah. over and started talking to him. And he goes, hey, man. He goes, uh, that's a really cool you know, truck you got there. What what do you guys do? Yeah. So I, you know, hey, we're talking lead. We're, uh, I, I describe us as a firearms entertainment network. That's pretty much what I say. You know, I say yeah. I said, we're a firearms entertainment network. And he goes, oh, man, what what's that? You know, trick shooting. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know that it's trick shooting, but it's entertaining yeah. when we shoot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got to talking to him about that, and um, he was very excited. He was going to go home and look us up and Sweet. subscribe to us. And then another stop that I made, there was a guy there, and uh, he saw the truck, and uh, he was like, "Hey, well, another conversation started." Uh-huh. So I had another opportunity to tell a guy about who yeah. we are, what we do. He's got two sons that are in the military. Nice. And he's going. I gave him my contact information. He's going to have them get in touch with us. Awesome, uh, but so yeah. So you've been watching the the killing. Yep, it's, it's so I got show. you. I got you hooked on that. So that's payback for getting me hooked on that um, the little person show. <laughs> oh, with Game of Front Thrones. Yeah, the yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Damn you! Oh my gosh, there is a movie coming out. I can't wait to see. It's got Adam Sandler, him, uh, and then a couple other people, and they're a crew of video game developers that get hired by the government because '80s video game characters are coming to real life and, like, destroying the country and the oh, world. Oh, sweet. So they get hired as video game developers to go fight these guys. <laughs> that will be awesome. So our special guest this week is Mr. Rob Pincus. Welcome in, Rob. Hey, guys. It's good to be back. I haven't been on in a while. Yeah, I know. It's been, what, six, seven months? Something like that. I don't know. It seems like it, but this is the tour month. So, you know, from March to August pretty much occupies the space of three normal human years in my brain yeah <laughs> and you're you're up in canadia right now <laughs> i am I'm, I'm about to escape from canadia i am i had last week like one of the most epic road trips and probably i would have to say the most epic road trip that i've ever made really through british columbia and yukon up to alaska from the pacific northwest and just truly amazing and i had no real concept of just how vast canada is just in general right and uh-huh. Knew it was going to be a big drive, but really, even though it's been planned in theory, like Rob planned since December, I knew I was doing it. I didn't really look at the map or start looking at mileage until about a week before the trip. So, really? um, <laughs> let's just say that, yeah. So, so I was sitting in Portland, Oregon. I was like, let me throw this up in the, you know, Google map. And I, and it was like 37 and a half hours to my first Jeez. planned stop, which I thought was going to be like, you know, <laughs> 200 miles from the border or something. So Your it was, first planned it was, stop. <laughs> 37 yeah, and a half. So, hours. so, so the plan changed, um, yeah. and it was, like I said, it was epic. But now I'm driving through what is the Canadian version of Nebraska. All due respect to Nebraska, it's just not an exciting drive. So I'm, I'm crossing through Saskatchewan on the way back to Ohio, Nebraska. and it's just like, it's incredibly, uh, it's boring. It's not exciting. Yes. Uh, so you, so yes, you educated me earlier today that Nebraska, Canada is uh, Saskatchewan. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Saskatchewan is... is uh, obviously, Canadian for Nebraska and Iowa combined times seven because it's huge. <laughs> is it? Is it a lot? That's of corn? why it's a long word. A lot of corn, like in Nebraska. Too? I don't know. It's wheat. It's like winter wheat. It's, oh, wow. uh, I don't. Uh, maybe 
I don't know if they have corn up here. It's where they, they make all that Canadian beer from. Yeah, God bless them for it. <laughs> what's the What's the name of that Canadian beer that the Labatt Blue or Labatt? Oh, you're talking about from the the Hosers drink. Yeah, uh, the McKenzie Brothers. If you wouldn't have asked me, I could have told you. I don't remember. Something blue. Somebody, somebody will tell us. I'll remind you. I have to tell somebody to take off, eh, before I leave the country. That's right, eh? So I'm taking off, eh? We got so, uh, our, our second biggest country that downloads us is Canada. So you, there's a bunch of fans up there. Well, actually, you know, it's funny. I stopped oh, in Prince George, British Columbia. Uh-huh. And I met up I met up with uh, one of the guys I know from Instagram there. And, you know, he, he was kind of updating me on some of the gun law changes. There's actually a lot of positive gun law changes uh, happening in Canada now, and, and oh, it's pretty awesome. cool, actually. And um, so to get that up, I actually put it up as one of our personal defense network uh, training tour updates um, about a week and a half ago. Um, interesting, because you know we think of Canada as being this horrible gun law country, and, and it's really not great. But in some ways, it's better than some of our most restrictive states. Oh, um, sure. You know, the, once you have a permit, there's no registration on your purchases. Um, you hmm. can walk into a store. The guy would tell me, walk into a store and buy a an SKS for a hundred bucks, no paperwork, no registration, walk out with it. And then they also are, are changing and rolling back some laws about uh, transportation of pistols. So if you have a pistol license right now, you have to pretty much get permission to take it out of your house. And what they're going to be doing is changing it. So it's more like New Jersey, where if you're going to a range or to some shooting event, um, you can take it from your home to that area without any special permission. So um, things are moving in, in the right direction, I guess, here in Canada, even though they took yeah. some huge steps backwards uh, a few decades ago. Your, your, your accent sounds less Ohio and more Canada. I just hadn't heard enough A's. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been working on it, eh? You've actually been in Alaska, right? Well, yeah. So this trip was all about ending the Personal Defense Network training tour for 2014 in Alaska. So I drove up, um, did a class, my very first class in Alaska. Alaska was the last state for me to spend any time in. I spent time now in all 50 states. Um, haven't taught in all 50 states yet, but um, did do a class in Alaska. And it was just, you know, it extended the tour by about three weeks. Normally the tour would end in the Pacific Northwest, either Seattle or Portland at the end of July. And this year we ended it uh, just a few days ago in Alaska. And I haven't even, just because the internet connection and communications, you know, just even getting on the phone with you guys today has been a little bit of a timing and uh, planning issue. I haven't even uploaded the last couple updates for the training tour. So the training tour, as far as our messaging and our, our updates that we do, the video updates, they'll still continue to come out for the next week or two. So tell us what all you did up in Alaska. Alaska. Really, that's the thing. is It it really just turned into the trip. Like, it just, this Canada thing is so massive, this whole entity that is Canada, that the days that I had planned on, like, oh, it'll take me a couple of days to drive up, and then I'll mess around for a few days, and I'll do this, I'll do that, and then I'll take a couple of days to drive home, they all just disappeared because of this, this crazy amount of driving. I mean, 4,000 miles from where I did the class on Sunday to where I need to be for the Polypalooza conference in Ohio this Sunday, it was like 3,900 miles and change. So, all of, and, and then I had three days, as you guys know, I had to fly back to New York um, to do the Fox and Friends piece, and oh, that yeah. ate up three days. Yep. So, while I have taught in, in Alaska, and, and I have spent time in Alaska now, I really didn't, like, I didn't hike up to the top of Mount McKinley. I didn't uh, go to Anchorage. I didn't go fishing. I didn't, you know, didn't do didn't any of the stuff. Didn't hook up with Sarah? Sarah. Uh, did oh, not, Palin? Did not, Sarah uh, Palin. <laughs> the governor, yes, the former governor, Palin, but then I did not get to, like, have coffee or look at Russia or anything. <laughs> That's uh, what I was going to so, ask. Did you sit on her back porch and look at uh, Russia? Did, did you get, did you, did, did you run in touch Russia? Russia. That's so, <laughs> not at all. I saw bears and, and niece, uh, mooses and, 
I saw uh, <laughs> reindeers and you know sheep. I mean, I was a lot of a lot of wildlife up there. It was great. It was, the scenery was incredible, and the drive just you know camping. I've got one of these ARB rooftop tents on top of the tour truck, so um, probably about three nights out of four, I've just been camping uh, different nice. campgrounds yeah. or provincial parks in Canada. It's just been uh, so that part of it's been very cool, but it has really been about the journey. So you know, we people say that life's about the journey, not the destination. Well, in this case. This two weeks has definitely been uh, a journeying nomadic uh, experience. It's been great. Awesome. And, and wow, I mean, you drove all the way to Alaska. You hop on a plane, go to New, <laughs> New York, fly back to Alaska. And now you're driving back Which we've to got, Ohio. We've got to commend you. Very nice book placement on the bedside table in that interview. On the Fox and Friends yeah, interview? I, I, product placement I was, was not key, sure though. about uh, plugging the book so we definitely had to do some product placement there and uh, I'm glad, glad glad it got some exposure it was it was interesting it was a, a unique opportunity it was one you know you guys know me I can't say no to something like that to be able to reach out to sure. you know, literally millions of people with some, yeah 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 huge huge messaging opportunity for for responsibility as well as our, our self-defense rights um, and and a message that I'm you know pretty passionate about so there was no way I was gonna say no but it did require a like 11 hours there, I was 16 hours on the ground in Manhattan, and then 13, 14 hours flying back after mm-hmm. a six-day drive before teaching two days and now a five-day drive back. So it's, it's made, I normally am in constant motion, but honestly, August 2014 will probably be the most epic travel month uh, for me, maybe in my life, I don't know. Cause once I get back to Ohio, I'm going to Florida, then I'm flying to Colorado wow. and then back to Florida and then back to Texas. I'll end the month in Texas. Damn. So, it's, um, and, and July was a lot of coast to coast travel too. So, uh, definitely a, a, Insane. September is going to be a little calmer. September is going to calm down a little bit. So oh, tell wow. us about your, your Fox and friends experience. Uh, you got any cool stories to tell us about that? Well, I, I know at the beginning I got a little worried and, cause he was excited about getting you in that bed. And well, let's, <laughs> let's set it up. I mean, Rob had an opportunity to get on Fox, Fox network, Fox and friends and promote gun safety. Uh, it was a huge honor that they, you know, that they would have a spot like that. And then of course to ask Rob on that, uh, to do that was, just tremendous. So mm-hmm. You did an excellent job, by the way, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, it's something that we they, it had been planned for about a month. They they were doing a feature on um, really uh, featuring around kids and gun safety uh, all all around that topic for the, this first week in August. So for about a month, we, we I had been talking to their producers. And we knew we were going to do something, and I happened to be teaching in New Jersey about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I was going to just run up there, tape it in the studio, and jump you know go back to jersey and and go on about my business and it was literally going to take like four hours right Mm. max and then it turned into well we want you in the studio okay well you want me in the studio but i'm going to be in alaska that week well you know they they let me pick the day of the week which was cool of them and once we narrowed down the fact that i did have this opportunity to get on a plane and fly out there back and forth and it would work and it wouldn't interfere with the trip and it wouldn't interfere with the class then it was it was pretty much set in stone. So of course I had you know Gun Vault send some quick access safes, and I had some other friends send some inert replicas. You know, just getting a a gun like device into Manhattan was its own like set of hurdles. <laughs> oh man, through. I didn't even think about that. So I get into town like four o'clock the night before. I hook up with with a couple friends. I go see some people run around. I love Manhattan, so just you know the opportunity to spend a few hours there, seeing some people, going to some of the places I like to go when I'm in town um, was fun. And and that was sort of when it struck me, like that evening was the first time I had a chance to really kind of start collecting my thoughts around what the next morning, what I was actually going to do. I mean, I knew the basic concept, but there's no script or anything. So 
they were really big on showing this timing difference between a, an unsecured gun and a secured gun and showing how there's minimal difference and yet huge benefit to have the gun in a quick access safe, mm-hmm. which is true, except to me, those demonstrations always seem very contrived, right? If I want to move a little slower getting the gun out of the box, then that's what I'm going to do. Right. And when you're talking about a mere second, it's real easy to fake that. So I really didn't want to play into that because it's it doesn't really prove anything. And at the same time, um, it can be attacked very easily as being kind of a half-assed demo, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to kind of scoot across that and just use just philosophically talk about the concept and principle of keeping the gun secured, and then show that it can come out very fast. Well, they were they really wanted a scenario, but the whole thing was only three and a half minutes long. So yeah, when they said we want you laying in the bed, I'm like, well, <laughs> I, I'm wearing a sports coat. I'm in the bed. I, I'm in the bed alone. I don't like none of this works for me. Like, I, <laughs> this is not so, working for me, I was, guys. I was getting worried because yeah. he started off with, "Well, you want to lay in the bed? Go ahead, get in the bed." He's like, Come "No, really, yeah. lay down. Get in the bed." And I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" <laughs> and you and could yeah, tell so, your you know, adrenaline like, was so, going too. Oh well, I you know I have you know me. I mean I, I'm I'll talk fast. Oh, you ready? So I had a go. lot of things yeah. I wanted to throw out there. Well, ultimately it worked. I think it worked out really well. And then the great compliment was then the producer the next. Uh, morning, she said, hey, listen, everybody loved it so much, we want to do it again on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> For the weekend. So, well, and she said, and I know you can't do that, but, you know, can one of your guys, you know, she she knows me and IC training and the combat focus shooting program by this point well enough to know that we have some, you know, we have some depth uh, in terms of our cadre and our instructors. So, Omari Broussard uh, from 10X uh, Defense out there in California you know, he's still active duty on, on a Monday through Friday basis with the Navy, but he has weekends free. So, you know, I reached out to him and uh, we, we got him on a plane, flew him out. And then he did a, a great job with very similar messaging and very similar explanation for why um, it, it's a perfectly brilliant idea to secure your defensive firearms in a quick access safe. He, he did the same thing Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, really, it, it, for me, it was, a, it was a really proud moment. I'm up in Alaska teaching. And here's like, you know, my lead instructor for the combat focus shooting program, a good friend of mine, uh, one of our personal offense network contributors, you know, just, uh, all these things doing a, a amazing job. You know, I always say that if, if I do, you know, roll off a cliff driving around in the PDN tour truck or whatever, uh, there's this huge legacy in the CFS world and, and in the cadre at IC training company to carry the, the message on and the banner on and really to innovate and do their own things just as well. And Omari is a great example of that. So it was uh, it was great to, to kind of have that play out on a national stage uh, last week. Awesome. Uh, I didn't get to see his segment. Did he uh, carry the torch proud? Yeah, he absolutely. You know, it's funny. <laughs> He's so much more laid. You know, Omari is more laid back than I am. So you watch it, and he, and he really puts out basically the same information. But when you watch it, it seems like his segment's like twenty minutes long because he didn't. You know, he doesn't have that kind of rush to throw out five extra sentences every time he didn't have the other that five-hour energy buzz going on? <laughs> I guess not. No, I got maybe that's it. I got to send him a Red Bull or something. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we just notified you of what our jack wagon train is, so uh, now it's time for the jack wagon train. Hey, Ralph, Semper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby. Oh, uh, let's hear it. All right. So this week's Jack Wagon Train, there is a couple of senators out in California, right? There, There's a... Uh, congressman. Yeah, it's stemming from California, so that should be no surprise from anybody. But what they're wanting to do is they're wanting to ban civilians from possessing 
body armor. Right. And it's HR 5344 is the proposal they've done. And I made a post as soon as I heard this. You know, okay, yeah, well, I propose that we ban deadbolt locks because bad guys can hide behind a deadbolt in their house, and that keeps them safe. And it's it's ridiculous. Well, here's... here's the, and this just goes to show you how naive these people are. The bill will keep military body armor out of the wrong hands. Really. It would ensure that only law enforcement, firefighters, or other uh, first responders would be able to access enhanced body armor. Okay, criminals don't go through proper channels to get their stuff anyway. Yep. If they want to get it, they're going to get it. Well, and here's here's the thing that kind of points to something even scarier, and I, you know we don't like to get on to conspiracy theories here, but part of their reasoning for assault weapons bans and other firearms regulations is because these weapons cause severe damage. What severe damage does body armor cause? So... That kind of leads you to think there's an ulterior motive going on. Well, there's nothing more dangerous than an unstoppable, well-armed shooter, according <laughs> to these jack wagons. <laughs> Rob, what's your take on all this? Well, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. First of all, you got the California, you know, check the box on that. So you've also got the idea that there are, you know, hundreds of bills that are completely, you know, they have zero chance of ever becoming law that are introduced every year. And I, I certainly would expect that this is one of them. Um, once again, it, it, it's one of those knee-jerk reactions that addresses a tiny, 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 tiny symptom as opposed to the, the bigger picture of crime and violence and, and the fact that there is evil in the world and we need to be prepared to deal with that evil. And, of course, as, as you guys have noted, the only effect this is going to have is to keep law-abiding citizens who might want to have uh, bulletproof vest in their closet to throw over their kid in the house mm-hmm. if there's a bad guy or multiple bad guys who are armed coming into their home or the convenience store clerk that has to work in the bad part of town at three o'clock in the morning that might want to wear that bullet resistant vest underneath of his uniform shirt to keep himself safe because the, the, the place and all the places within two miles have been robbed six times by armed men or you the know, college that, the student that are going to be stopped by this yeah or the college student who wants to put it in his book bag you know that absolutely you know or the parents that want to that want to take the the front part of the the vest and the back part of the vest and put it into their two kids backpacks and send them to school exactly. so just the idea that that you're going to legislate away evil by restricting law-abiding citizens' access to a defensive tool. You know, same old story, same old ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely is. Yeah. So, what are those guys' names? Uh, well, this one guy is uh, M I C H A E. How do you say that? M I C H McKay 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 Honda. His last name's Honda. Interesting. Yeah, so, um, of course, I'm sure he's got some other people backing him, but he seems to be the, the front runner on pushing this. So we're going to go ahead and throw McKay, Micah, Honda on the jack wagon train. Welcome to the jack wagon train. So, Rob, what, what do you got coming up? Uh, well, Pauly Palooza is this weekend. It starts Saturday. I'm teaching on Sunday. That's a, a great conference. Uh, you know, we, we lost uh, Paul Gomez a, uh, right. about a year and a half ago, I guess, a little over a year ago. Um, yeah, we had... 
we we had Sherman House on the show last week, and he's going up there to help Good. us. Good. Okay, so, every, so all the listeners know about the, that conference. So I'm going to be teaching there. A bunch of great people will be there. Looking forward to that. And then um, I've got the, kind of a slow end of August. Uh, I'll be at the Georgia Association of Law Enforcement Firearms Instructors. I'm doing a two-day combat focus shooting course down there. In September, I'm going to be up in New England a lot. So I've got classes in New Hampshire and in Massachusetts um, supporting GOAL, uh, the Gun Owners Action League in Massachusetts, a great Second Amendment's rights uh, organization fighting in that very oppressed uh, gun rights state. I'll be up in uh, New England uh, for my 20th college reunion at uh, the Military College of Vermont, and then I'll also be teaching in New Hampshire. So looking forward to that. And then Combat Focus Shooting Instructor Conference 2014 is back in Florida, um, which is going to be my new home base. Of course, ICE Training Company has been headquartered there for several years. I personally am uh, relocating to Florida as well. And I'll be at the Ancient City Shooting Range with all our CFS guys from around the country uh, the first weekend in October. So you're moving to Florida. Moving to Florida. Yeah, I think this is the first public official announcement, although it's been in the works since uh, about the beginning of the tour. So, so you're uh, retiring. Now, you know, I'm going to stop being uh, homeless. Mo- no, not retiring in Florida. <laughs> although I was born in New Jersey, it would make sense. It does, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, definitely not retiring, just uh, relocating. We're not going to come down there and you're like got long white socks with loafers and flowery shorts and stuff i'm not gonna get my dress code may may adapt i'm not saying that but i will still be working out you'll just come up with new ways to carry so when's the next uh trip to nashville uh actually i'll be stopping by nashville next week i'm gonna stop in and see my daughter uh so i may get to catch up with you guys because yeah. i'll be on the way from uh Pauly palooza down to georgia um it, obviously i'll be passing through so maybe we can catch up yeah. just let us know yeah, we'll grab your coattail <laughs> Right down you, for it. As you're passing by. <laughs> all right, man. You, move back. you know you know me. I'll send you yes. guys a text like ten minutes before I'm in town. Like, all right, hey, here's let's go. Yeah, set it up. Yeah, the last time you were in town we had to it was tough keeping up. I, I think I may need to train for this time. <laughs> well here you go. You got a you got an eight you got an eight day uh you know, an eight or nine day uh, eight day grace period. Train cycle. Okay. Yeah, all we right. got no excuses. I think we can knock it out. No excuse. We'll get her done. Appreciate it, man. Be safe getting back. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. No problem. So, Rob has been freaking... No, man. Hemisphere traveler. I was going to say world traveler, but it's not quite world traveler, even though well, yeah. he has been on. Did, wasn't he? Oh, he, he was, was in, in Europe. Europe last year. He's a world traveler. He's a globetrotter, man. Yeah. No doubt. But, yeah, thanks for uh, for him coming on. That yep. was a great segment there. And also, you know, we're talking about the Fox and Friends. If you go to Paul Carlson's... Um, He's got. Has he got a website? He's got a great write-up on uh, the Fox and Friends uh, interview. That website is safetysolutionsacademy.com. So you can go there, and he's got a great write-up on uh, Rob's defensive firearm storage um, segment he did on Fox and Friends. So what's next? Uh... You know, I'm still kind of heated about that whole body armor thing. The more I think about it, well, why do you? It's it's just it's, like he said, though. I mean, yeah. they're always constantly introducing things like this. It's just up to us to make you know our community aware of what's going on, so we can vote these ridiculous right. things Which, down. Which there is a petition out there on the uh, petitions part of the WhiteHouse.gov to get rid of this, and they're actually needing some help. Uh, it looks like there's only ten thousand signatures. They need eighty nine, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's. Stupid. But I what mean, the the best thing you can do is you can you contact your representative, you know your your local representative, and let them know that you oppose that bill, and keep calling, texting, email, however they 
allow you to get in touch with them, burn them up until you get a response from them because they like, you know, pushing us constituents to the side with Mm -hmm. these little demeaning answers of, you know, like, what was that one? Remember the one we were doing? And what was that campaign we had going on there for a while? Talking about the The very first video we did. Oh, the uh, letter to the gun manufacturers? Yeah, but it it was all based on... Stemming from something that we were contacting. Well, it was the assault weapons ban they were trying to push through. Right, and yeah. the, and you know, and the demeaning little responses we would get back from our yeah. from our representatives. I mean, yeah. don't take that. Don't take that as an answer. Just keep. Don't take a form letter email back. Yeah, as an answer. Yeah, yep. Just keep pushing. Keep calling. Keep emailing until you get a satisfactory response. Because mm-hmm. these jack wagons work for us. And if you want to get involved with... And they're uh, not all jack wagons, so I'll take that back. <laughs> if you want to get involved with Rob's trainings that he mentioned, make sure you go to icetraining.us and you can get signed up for some of those. You know another thing that's coming that's cool with guns that I forgot to mention? The VP9's coming. Yeah. The HK. So we will get to use it at Circle of Wagons in Denver. Knock on wood. Talk to her today. If it's not here tomorrow, it will be here Tuesday. So okay. everything's properly submitted. And that's just, what, two weeks away? Yeah, we leave the 26th, if I'm not mistaken. I think something like that. We need to look at our itinerary. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to go out there, and it's going to be a cool trip for a few days before the actual event, and then the event, we'll get to do some trainings. Get to clear a house. That'll be fun. Get to clean a house? I yeah, hate we, cleaning houses. I thought it was clear. Crap. They're going to make a sweep. <laughs> Yeah, we get the after yeah. clearing the house cleanup. So, so in there it says you get the house you didn't clearing read fine, You didn't yeah. read the fine print, did you? Yeah, we did a crappy job on that contract, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get the house cleaning Great. drill. One thing that bugged me this week, there's very few celebrities that when something happens to them, you know, it's always sad when somebody dies. Let me take that back. But there's few that get to me. Robin Williams got to me, man. I mean, that was. I think that he was, got to a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, he was a huge supporter of the troops. I mean, I grew up on Robin Williams. Like my dad showed me all his old stand up, all his movies. My dad kind of reminded me of him. Uh, they kind of favor a little bit, but I it, wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Well, they do. I'll, I could show <laughs> Robin Williams is short pictures. and stocky, and well, fads tall their face. and lanky. <laughs> <laughs> their face favor. Anyways, uh, yeah, it kind of bugs me. Thought Robin Williams was. Very handsome. It's tragic, you know, no doubt the man was having some, obviously, mental issues. issues, Mental issues, and he probably has all his life. I mean, he was self-admitted hardcore drug user. No. And I think they said he had gotten back into alcohol. I don't know, but... uh, It's sad. The man did a lot of good good stuff. I mean, his movies that he made were... Huge For the most part, they're awesome. My favorite movie of his has got to be Bicentennial Man. Did you ever see that? That was a good movie, yeah. I thought that was an awesome yeah. movie. That was one of those that I never heard anything about when it was out. Yeah. And I'd watched it like, you know, some years later. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that was a really good movie. Wish I'd known about it sooner. But when I heard about that, it was like they took the book iRobot that they eventually made a Will Smith movie with, mm-hmm. and they made it less action movie, and they made Bicentennial Man. Is that what it was? It was like the same concept of iRobot, but it was not action. It was more drama slash comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was he's, a phenomenal, he's and phenomenal actor. he was pro-gun. And I was like, my goal was let's get Robin Williams on the show because he's pro-gun. And yeah, Here's something good. Uh, heard from our sponsors, HG Press, Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services. Uh-huh. 
and uh, they have uh, been getting some calls from our veterans. Awesome. Uh, needing some help. So cool. they uh, have been helping out uh, real estate needs for some of our leadhead listeners that are vets. Nice. Helping them relocate and... Uh, whether they're in this state or not, they've actually put them in touch with uh, some agents in other states that are either uh, former military or pro-military, pro-gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's worked out really well. Awesome. So, Leadheads, even if you're not moving to the Middle Tennessee area, contact those guys at HG Press Holding Professional Real Estate Services, and they can hook you up with uh, somebody in your state. 1-800-615-1840, extension 2222. Pew, 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 pew. And now it's time for Facts to Fight the This week brought to you by <laughs> Savoie Leather. Go to SavoieLeather.com. Dot com? So this week's myth is Kevlar bulletproof vest will stop any caliber, any rifle, any time. They're magical bullet force fields. Bulletproof. Which is false because there's a reason why our military guys have both sometimes Kevlar, but well, they also why have to you put see the pockets. Plates. You see pockets in these vests is so you can put either <clears> the steel or the newer ones have the ceramic trauma. They call them trauma plates mm-hmm. that you can insert in those. And there's different ratings on those plates yep. um, that you can insert in those Kevlar vests. Right. And uh, I think most people know by now that Kevlar won't stop a knife. Yeah. So it's not either. this magical force field, and that's this week's fact fight the myth. Is that all we're going to say about it? What else you got to say about it? <laughs> we thought it was fitting because of the Jack Wagon of the Week. We've got to stop that stupid build. Even if you don't own Batarded. body armor and you think, oh, well, that doesn't affect me, that's, that's just Batarded. a... Stupid, stupid bill. You know, it kind of ties in with the the Second Amendment, you know, our right to bear arms. You know, it ties into, you know, it's not our right to go hunting. Mm. It's, you know, to protect ourselves from a militant force. You know, a, what's the word? Government, a tyrannical government or Mm -hmm. a tyrannical force that's coming over. You know, well, the bulletproof vest, not only, you know, in our day-to-day lives, like we were talking about, Rob was pointing out where, you know, people, children can put in their book bags, you know, if there's Mm -hmm. ever an incident at their school or, you know, something like that. But, you know, it it should be our right to be able to protect ourselves from a tyrannical force coming in, too. And that bulletproof vest is a former way for us to be able to do that. Which goes back to my point a minute ago, what's their ulterior motive? Because every time they come up with a gun ban, it's all, they're death machines. Mm-hmm. They're, they'll kill a bunch of people. Body armor isn't killing a bunch of people, so Body why armor the hell? saves or prevents killing. So why the hell do they try to ban it just like yeah, they would, would a gun? You would think they would want every Amer- a, a law out there that every American has to have. That, right. Like, like a seatbelt. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like they freaking force us to wear seatbelts. So what's, what's the motive they should, there? They, they, in their minds, they should be thinking, well... We want to save lives. Yep. We should put a law that everybody has to wear bulletproof vest. Well, look at what's going body on. Body armor. Look at what's going on in Missouri right now. We're not going to talk about the cause of it and the whole story because we don't get into that stuff here. But we will talk about the riots and the craziness that's going on and the militarization of the police around St. Louis right now. Yeah, people out there always hear about preppers or people that own guns for self-defense or oh well we're safe here in nashville nothing like that ever happens i bet they said the same thing in missouri yeah and now i mean it's a peaceful demonstration turned into a riot chaos looting i mean people were getting robbed in their houses yeah and people were were afraid for their lives you know the interviews that they were doing with with people 
after the the rioting and the the looting and everything that went on, the I mean the people were they were still shaking up. They, yeah. they were shaking. Their voices were. They were in fear of their lives, and they were keeping their faces off camera mm-hmm. because uh, you know they were afraid that some of these people would come back and oh that was the Did guy at the yeah that was the guy at the shoot they went everywhere. I mean they hit. Yeah. All kinds of suburbs of St. Louis, even out. I think I saw a report hit. where they were hitting some rural areas too. Yeah, around I mean, St. they Louis. were hitting stores like God. I can't even remember now. I mean, I'm drawing a blank. Um, Mom pop stores to big like stores. targets and yeah. stuff like that. I well, mean, that's because Target banned guns. <laughs> Is that what it was? They knew that was a gun free yeah, zone. Gun free zone. Yeah, but guess what? I saw a picture. But I guarantee said, you, these guys that those riots wouldn't have been taken as far as they as they were. And I don't know what the gun laws are in Missouri. Uh, I think they're fairly flexible, I from thought, what I know. I thought they were. I understand. Yeah, but if if more people had been armed, these people that were getting violated, yeah. Well, there were. I saw a picture, and it was a tattoo parlor in St. Louis in the middle of the riots. I bet they got, and didn't it get said, touched, did it they? It said, this tattoo parlor hadn't been touched, and it had all the artists outside with ARs and AKs and handguns. They weren't touching them. Yeah. Same thing. Let's Same go. Thing let's in Louisiana. rewind. Yeah. Let's let's rewind back to the, the 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 riots in L.A. The Asian market keepers sat on top of their roof with an AR, and they kept the rioters away, and they didn't get robbed. But two doors down, they were getting robbed because they they weren't able to protect themselves. All right. Same thing in in Louisiana when the the big floods came. Yeah, there. Katrina. The Katrina. I mean, it was craziness down there. So yeah. don't think. That, oh, well, you know, I'm in this area, I'm in this area, it's safe. Nothing like that will ever happen here. It could. It could very easily happen. Weather causes it. Stuff like that's going on up there. And don't forget our bandwidth sponsor, SDI, Sonoran Desert Institute. You can go over there to sdi.edu, sign up for the online gunsmithing courses. They've even got build modules, armorers course, advanced armorers course. Got a uh, lot of different courses that you can take. And it's a, it's a legitimate school. There There's some schools out there that they just... It's accredited. Yeah, yeah, it's accredited. That's that's a big thing. There's, and the <clears throat> great thing about it is they help uh, our veterans yep. also. Yep. They've Absolutely got great do. programs available for our veterans. So give them a call and they'll talk to you on how to take advantage of the benefits. And when you do, make sure you upgrade to the talking lead build kit because then you get you the gotta. sweet tweaked out gun. Yeah. Also, Cantu Bruner Designs, CantuBrunerDesigns.com. They make the cool bullet pins. Uh, and you can send any shell casings that you've used for, well, I'm not going to say anything. You might be, we have some psycho listeners out there. <laughs> hey, just don't tell them what you used it for. <laughs> Whatever. Tell him what you want. You know, if you've got a unique uh, idea that you want him to do, run it by him. He might be able to do it for you. Savoie Leather. SavoieLeather.com for your custom leather holsters. Not only leather, but they've got other exotic materials that they can use also. Ostrich and snake and... Oh, Garrett Bischoff got in touch with Jeremiah. Yeah? Over at Savoie. The, the holster he's making is awesome. It's going to have the American flag background over the whole holster. And it's got the Punisher skull with the Don't Tread on Me snake weaving in and out of the Punisher skull eyes. Cool. It's cool. It's and Jeremiah cool. designed it? Well, with the help of Garrett came up with the idea and Jeremiah mm-hmm. designed it for him. So, cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a slick holster. Cool. Yeah, I had posted uh, on our Facebook page. Well, actually, I sent it to Dax, uh-huh. a picture of the zombie pen. Yeah, I saw that. With some other zombie stuff. And he had posted on his site, and then I shared it back on our, our Facebook uh, nice. site. But <laughs> Have you loaned it to HG Press to sign any contract? Well, HG Press has their own Cantu Brunner. 
pens, and oh, they've, okay. they've done several million dollars worth of contracts with the the ghost pen. Uh, not let them use the the big zombie pen yet, but. Uh, Probably on their next deal, that zombie pin's going to have a part in sealing the deal. Nice. We'll call it the Million Dollar Pin. All or Nothing Tattoo Studios, allornothingtattoo.com, and their very, very gun-friendly strangleholdmerch.com merchandise store. Two Vets Arms, twovetsarms.com. Go and support those guys. They're the ones putting up the Bravo rifle for Mm -hmm. our T-shirt concert. Concert? T-shirt concert? I say that every time, don't I? T-shirt concert. T-shirt concert. (laughs) Marcus Fox going to be there. T-shirt contest. T-shirt contest. Yep. If you haven't heard, we're having a contest. Yeah, I think we talked about it. Okay. (laughs) You should enter because your chances of winning are phenomenal right now with 20. (laughs) Less than 20. 20 I think it's around like 17, 18, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's definitely good chances. Yeah. Would y'all be mad if I had like one of my family members do the contest and I didn't tell anybody? <laughs> well, Cause that's pretty good odds. <laughs> no, I won't do did, that. Didn't I make a statement in the very beginning that if we didn't have at least fifty, then uh, we get it? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> or or we get to enter. Yeah, we can't judge, so we might as well get to it. Just kidding. And definitely, we want to thank Iron Hammer Armory. They're putting together a really good event. I talked to him today, and he is just... You can hear it. He is slammed. Martin? Yeah. Can you talk to him? Yeah. As always, left hand, keep your loved ones close. And keep them firearms closer. <laughs>